1: I told you guys, I creeped you guys out when I met you, and I said that me and my wife had sex to slow ready. And you guys were like, huh? very nice to meet you, Mrs. Chrysler. <laughs> Yo, Philly, we're coming with the Tops Off World Tour November 29th, and I'm bringing DJ Jazzy Jeff to Philadelphia, then Norfolk, Winston, Salem, Fairfax, Roanoke, Rochester, Worcester, Newark, Providence, and Albany, New York, December 10th. Come on in, anybody. Uh, that's the cool part of a jam band is like you weave your way in and out of things, you know, things you don't know. And it's like a discovery all in the moment. I got to introduce that to my daughters and it was fucking badass. Come on in, motherfucker. God damn, you Are you wearing a wig or did you grow your hair out? I grew my Jesus hair out. Christ. <laughs> I'm wearing a wig. Yeah. This is fake. The, uh, please sit down. We're just talking about, we're talking about fish. Okay. And if you had to describe fish in one word how would you describe them fun fun yeah. i said smiley yeah smiley fun yeah oh, i yeah. give i give a please sit down All right. please um the we're okay we're going around the room we're trying to describe fish in one word how would you, he said fun i said smiley Like, oh man, one word that's so tough smiley circus yeah. <laughs> Circus is good. Well, thank you guys for coming. Congratulations on two sold-out shows at Red Rocks. Thank you. Uh, really, really fucking impressive. Um I, I don't know how to I don't usually interview a lot of people, so and I'm not the best interviewer. So I'm gonna try to say it as organic as possible. When do you guys feel like things changed for you? Because right now, I feel like goose is on the tip of everyone's tongue. But I know you guys have had kind of and my Leanne said this. Today, she goes, you know what I like about them? They ain't on the radio. Them, all the good bands ain't on the radio. Will Go, Them, Widespread Panic. I mean, I'm, I like that. You should ask them that. But what? when did things start turning a corner for you where you guys were like, oh, fuck, we're going to need another tour. We're going to need, we're going we are doing multiples at Red Rocks. We're doing, like, when did that happen? Originally,
2: it was pretty clear cut originally in 2019. Because um, prior to that, we were kind of just, Run around playing small clubs. And sometime there'd be, you know, 30 people there. Sometimes there'd be four. Um, there's, there's a lot of that for, for a few years. Um, but then, uh, yeah, in 2019, it was just kind of like a, it kind of just reached this tipping point, And then there were a couple festival sets that kind of spread quickly. Um, and it's just kind of been building since then.
1: Are you guys all collectively artsy dudes? Yeah, I'd say. In, in different yeah. ways, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because I know that I have a company that I I run or my wife really runs, but I'm very, I'm a little bit of a micromanager and I want things to look like I want it to look like. I know what I want. And I, and you guys are collectively so different. I mean, and this is just from the outside looking in, Mm -hmm. but so different, but yet you guys gel so well. I was wondering like, what's the struggle with dudes that are all very elevated at their game on their instruments and creatively like, is there, is there like a struggle in the artsiness and
0: a weird way of asking that? I think we love and fight with each other like brothers. Really? Yeah. There's a lot, you know, like everyone's got
3: their own background of music and you know, it, it kind of like creates some cool, you know stuff within like what we play you know i think it's just like melding of the influences
1: so then walk me through a song and i'm gonna if you can sure because uh turned clouds was the song was that it that's the turn that's the song that got me that got me i was like i was like oh this badass and then when you guys released uh drip field it me up but my turn song was so ready right that was my that song is so fucking good in like uh and I and in such a fucking massive way that I that is my entry level to people. I go play this, trust me. This is the song that'll get you to understand the band because you guys are so rich. You you have a hint of widespread, a hint of fish, but a hint of Steely Dan, a hint of jazz and funk, and like, and there's like a there's like a a culture to you. Like it's it's but like how do you write a song like that? Like that, I'm that's my song. I'm curious creatively how does a band get together and come up with that song um how'd you do it rich (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's it's tough to say that it started i mean it started years ago there's like there's a a homie that we have from back in connecticut shout out to jeff emborg oh my god um and we're it it was kind of like originally inspired by him in a way i was at i was at this rehearsal for this like other band is playing a gig or something and he was just like messing around in a synth he's just like a character this guy and he started doing this thing and 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 i was just like the his vibe with his synth and everything It kind of just like the this like so ready for this kind of just popped into my head and it was just like very like kind of comical sexual vibe going on <laughs> and then i just kind of like you know wrote some wrote it wrote it from there
1: and how do you take how do you guys take like a transition in a song you guys are so good at that and and i this is so broy of me but the first person that we ever saw do it of my generation was Dave Matthews to take a song and switch directions. And you guys do that so well on fucking in music where you allow the it's it is integrally what makes up a jam band is that you're uh, you you force the audience to to ride with you. And, yeah. and what is that integral to the way you write music, the way you enjoy music? You know, I, uh, I have a sister who's 10 years
2: older than me and she, when she was in high school, she listened to a ton of Dave Matthews. So I was like three years old in the car while she was, you know, um, listening to Dave, Dave Matthews constantly live stuff. And for a long time, I didn't really, it didn't really do anything for me. And then finally it kind of, it kind of clicked. So that music actually seeped in at a very young age for me. Um, but all this stuff is just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of in there. It It was just the language that growing up in the Northeast, you know jam band shows that was the cool thing to do that is a north
1: east vibe yeah. it is definitely the vibe that's almost authentically like fish kind of stamped it and was like yo this is what we do up here yeah right we're not fucking stupid we like music and we're not going to like the music you like we're going to make our own shit yeah they're definitely intelligent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you're like uh, uh one of the dudes i'm in the hotel that all your fans are all yeah all your fans are at and one of the dudes is like uh uh, you gotta ask. Um, you gotta ask Rick. Like, what's his parents were like? Really good parents. And I was like, huh? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Like, the, they're the reason he's like, because they like really supported him. <laughs> and I was like, right? They're true. like, no. they're like, they're like, no. Like, they like, uh, what was the word? It was yeah, such that's a, funny. They're like, uh, gave him like positive reinforcement. All like, and I was like, what? And they're like, he was a Harry Krishna. I was like, huh?
2: And so, yeah, not directly related, but. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my parents rule. they they were they were incredible. Do you realize no no one in a band's supposed to say that, right? <laughs> really? You're supposed, You're supposed to be like, like Oh, I was dude, really hard.
1: Suck. It's the reason I write music. <laughs> yeah, we all got our shit. But you no, know, they were they were they were awesome. Yeah? Yeah. And you grew up in the northeast as well? Yeah. And everyone's from Connecticut.
0: Uh, I'm from Boston. Jeff is from Ohio and Florida. Uh, we, we both yeah. met Rick separately at school.
1: Really? Yeah. And so so how did the band start? The band started with you, you, you two and Trevor, right? Yeah. Trevor and I just like started.
2: So there was a band that preceded goose, um, called the pseudo. And that was like a, it was it only lasted a year and a half, but it was a really formative experience for a lot of us. There's another guy that I started that band with, uh, named Matt Campbell, who, uh, him and I re- have written a lot of songs together and we still do. Um, a lot of the songs we started playing last year, um, we started writing in again together, um, but uh, so that band kind of was like a pretty formative experience. And then we went our separate ways and it was kind of a tumultuous thing. And I actually moved out here for a year. Colorado. Yeah. For, I lived in Fort Collins for like a year. Um, and during that time I was getting messages from John and Trevor um, like, like, dude, come on, what do we got? Like, let's do it. We got to do it. And um, so I started flying back every, every like once a month or something. We started playing bars as Goose. Um, really? Where, why Goose? I was like, it was working at a taco place in Fort Collins and it was like a, it was like kitchen lingo there. It was just, it was like a dumb thing that was said all the time. And I thought it was really funny and now I don't think it's funny anymore, but like it's still, you know, I just, I can't believe it's still, it's, I can't believe it's stuck. you're, You're telling the machine.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave myself a nickname 25 30
2: years ago Rick, that I that, Rick wanted to change his name for so long there was many was, many times I was like alright things are starting to like come together we should probably get a real band name and it just never happened oh I love Goose yeah, yeah. it was it's, almost Maverick just so you know that was,
1: that was <laughs> yeah. there was a there was you know, a moment when I was in first grade I tried to change my name to Flash and I'm really glad I didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goose is such a great fucking band name it stuck yeah it stuck for a reason and so then you just went back and forth and then decided to stay? Uh, yeah, I, I came
2: back and went back to school, finished school. And during that time, we were just like playing bars around Connecticut, really. Um, and then when I finished school, we started, we got a, a booking agent and started hitting the road and um, have went through a handful of lineup changes and kind of were just honing from there. It seems
1: like such a meshy band. What is... Uh, <laughs> things things were, were meshy, yeah. It seems like, no, it seems like... A it was good- a mesh yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first song where you were like, oh, we're moving in the right direction? Like the first song? Like where were you guys jammed together and you're like, oh fuck, this is kind of this is like maybe you wrote it, or maybe it was the song that you guys were like, like, and I can only speak from my band experience, but for my band, they played a U two song that I was unfamiliar with. And I walked in the room, not knowing it was a U two song, as the lead singer, and I went, This is good. And they were like, Really? And as a, I thought I had a moment where I was like, we're going to be huge. Ah! <laughs> they were playing a U2 song. And I was like, someone Damn, record dude. this. We're about to be the biggest ba- band in the world. And they were like, write lyrics. And so I wrote lyrics to a U2 song, not knowing it was a U2 song. <laughs> Fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, uh, had have,
0: have you sent the lyrics to Bono for like an alternate? No,
1: I don't like, the think the he needs them. Um, his mine was, a little sister. Huh, 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 Oh, I just was with the, one of the band members, like, a week ago. And he was like, dude, why don't you sing Little Sister? Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but what was, like, the time where you guys were like, you're like, yo, this is... Like, you know, when you fall in love. I'm, I'm assuming that happens in a band. Well, yeah. We had a first jam with Peter.
0: I don't even remember what we played, but the first time we had Peter over it was to, a, it was to see if jam. he was going to be the guy. Yeah. I remember... I don't remember what we played at all but i remember just like us looking around being like yes this is it
1: peter is i have to say i want to this is my impression i'll do the impression of the three of you guys okay (laughs) well i said it to leanne i was taking a shower today she goes where do you think they go to eat and i went peter is the one that goes i'm up for nepalese food (laughs) (laughs) Solid. and ben goes i can eat whatever (laughs) and rick goes do they have tea (laughs) and i was and leanne goes i bet i bet that's where they are it's not far (laughs) off really (laughs) oh my god awesome (laughs) yeah you guys have so so you're so different and then and then trevor is like the one my daughter isla was obsessed with because he just stands there in a fucking he's majestic yeah he's majestic Majestic, he's a majestic creature Yeah, <laughs> but what was the was it was it when you play with Peter? You are like okay, this is
3: there was definitely that jam like had a major impression on me too. Really, like it was sick, and I think Rick has like a voice memo recording of it, and that's the only
2: yeah it existence was, it, of it. <clears throat> like there were there are lots of moments like that, um, but it kind of but it didn't feel like oh this is our song. This is a, it was kind of like a very long hone. Like it was there were many years of like trying to sort it out and find find it. You really, know? yeah, I feel like we're still on
1: on that, you know. Oh, you guys are so in that in that fucking that. I mean, and you know, it's it's interesting because I know Peter is kind of a little bit of the marketer. You, I, I'm in the not, and I say that I say that's a like kind of a slur these days to be ambitious. <laughs> but it should be known that Kurt Cobain was notoriously aggressively ambitious with marketing. You have right. to, be. you have to be, right. and people like to and listen. Trust me, my best friends in the world. Are anti-marketing anti-promo anti-social media ah but if you don't have someone in that group going yo man i'm proud of what the fuck i do right. check my shit out then you're a tree in the woods right. and like i'm downstairs i'll tell you the app they're like dude fuck nugs you need to get on uh i just downloaded it yesterday they're like Peter always uploads to this Bandcamp. Bandcamp, fucking right. Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, really? I, I learned more about this band hanging out at that fucking hotel. Yeah. Then I, and I also got a felonies amount of LSD, but uh, I got. And if you guys want it, I can give it to you. You can take it with you. We don't know what to do with fucking. A oh, thousand microdoses, but uh <laughs> but we have a ton of weed. We have some kettlebells. You should see what some we tour with. Bells. I'm dying to see what you tour with. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Yeah, sure. But um, <laughs> but I love that. I love that you guys. There is a connected to what of to how to talk to your fans. Yeah, and your fans are fucking obsessive. And when I find a very small concentric circle of my fans that are Goose fans, it is fucking the coolest people. That is the ones you want. The fucking cool dudes in like a a nice nice truck with a with a hot chick. And he's got a beard and he smokes weed and he's like and he's got some frisbees in the back. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? Oh my God. Dude, have you listened to Bandcamp yet? Dude, oh no, no. Dude, they shouted you out last night. You gotta like, it was crazy. This morning I couldn't get out of the hotel. I talked to everyone. But I do love that you're connected with us fans. Yeah. That like. Dude, I got in Chicago, and they're like, you got to listen to Nugs. I'm like, huh? They're like, dude, all their shows are on Nugs. And now I got every show. Everyone's telling me the Las Vegas show is the show. Every shit. That's what, I'll tell you what the fans are saying. Have you still listened to Las Vegas? Dude, Vegas is Vegas, but that's the fucking show. Dude, you're fucking, uh, uh, the New York show you did, the the two nights, I think at uh, Radio Radio City. City. Motherfucker. I mean, that's the coolest thing about this band. I wish we could do that as comics. We can't. You know, because we're doing technically the same. We're working on a new hour. Right. But is there a part of you that... Because, Rick, you don't strike me as a guy that's on social media. <laughs> is what, oh. Uh, I've been
2: like... You made a post recently. I made a post on Instagram recently. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good really? deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's
1: very unnatural for me. Yeah? Yeah. And does that, <clears throat> does that work good that it's kind of right up Peter's alley?
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, Peter's
0: like... His his whole tech world and capturing content it went hand in hand with us blowing up back in 2019. Those festivals that we made an impression. It wasn't just the sets that did it, but the next day, uh, Peter had edited a multi cam HD video, and we were the first band. You know, we we were on the bottom of the bill of these festivals, and we were the first band uh, to release any content, and it was all pro HD content, and so that really got us out there in front of people.
1: That's. Give me a Peter. I've, got a, I've actually have a Peter right there. Um, there he is. So what was the, what, what is that part of your brain? That was
3: like, um, I love this music. And before I joined Goose, I was a big fan of Goose. So like joining Goose, I was like, oh my God, we got to start recording, like getting this stuff out there. Cause I was like, I think this music is incredible. These songs are dope. Um, and it was just like, we were playing cool places. Like it just felt like natural thing to do and when we had like those big shows like those festival sets and stuff it's like it was it was like a good way to capitalize on the buzz you know of like oh did you see that band like i i on am like the smallest stage there you know and then you could have like a video to like go show your friends afterwards like it just seemed like is the logical thing to do
1: you yeah, know it's it is the logical thing to do yeah like if so
3: you're the smallest band on the festival you got to like do x you know you got to do extra to try and move yourself up you know what and bands get, were on get, those
1: festivals if you don't mind me asking so i'm curious yeah. what bands they paired you with <laughs> i mean we were like the peach fest lineup we that was like, the
3: one that fucking popped you guys right that was big we were like fourth from the bottom on the lineup and there was like you know that year i am pretty sure like during our set was like green sky bluegrass and lettuce like on to other stages and
0: then who else played like uh string cheese played. String that Cheese. That did Trey you, play that year too I'm not sure. I think Lotus did. Yeah, Trey played Peach most years, so probably.
3: Yeah, I'm sure there was like. There's always an almond thing, but like, yeah, there was like Phil Lesh was there, I think.
0: Yeah. Yes.
3: I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, but like it was there was big bands on there, like That's bands that we look
1: up to, you know. So. Fields was with Phil. Oh yeah. That's crazy. I, I I've I've said that to my friends before. I right. said, you know, I'm like. I go, man. If I was as good as you at comedy, I'd be fucking huge. <laughs> because I'm, 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 I'm a very talented comedian. I will say that I, I, like as you say that, I do feel that way about myself. But I definitely promote myself. I definitely, I go. You, no one's gonna do it for me. Mm. And and when you're a single, I, I, when you're a single entity, there is a little bit. It's nice because I get to make all the decisions. I don't have to run anything by them. And I'm sure there's times where you're like, dude, we guys should put this out, and you guys are like, oh for real there was definitely a lot of those times i think earlier on
3: and you know yeah. just, it was like we were i don't know there's like there's the artist part of it where you're like it's it's hard to just imagine like anything's good enough to put out you
1: know but you're i have to say this and i have to say this only tethered to the fact that we're talking about marketing and promotion watching you play like uh you are so authentically an artist you are fucking touching nine instruments at any given time, and you're so lost. You're so lost in the moment. Like it's really fun to watch. It's so fun to watch all of you guys play. Yeah, everyone's got their own vibe. They everyone's really got, do. Everyone definitely has their own thing. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. What do you guys? What's your What's your tour look like? Because like my tour, notoriously has been booze, weed, kettlebells, workouts. That's it. Uh, booze.
2: Not much here and there. Like a like cocktail here and there. Yeah, Sometimes not, not cacao talk. ceremonies and yeah, we're, we're pretty cacau, yeah. cacau, We cacau. might
0: do like a shot of tequila before a second set or something like that. Yeah, A shot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I don't recover like I used to. <laughs> oh. Like 10, 10 years ago, like van and trailer days, I was partying a lot.
2: Now, it's I just can't do it on the road.
0: I like, really? I like,
2: I, like the micro,
1: <laughs> I like the micro. I like the micro. Yeah? I like the mushrooms. Yeah, we, we've got it. Oh, we should give you guys some mushrooms to take with oh, you. I've got... Okay. I bet you guys... <laughs> hey, do you guys get given drugs a lot? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Eufy Video Lock. Ufi is a smart lock with 2K cam and doorbell that's a three-in-one triple security, so you can have everything in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but it's also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver. It's got keyless entries, so no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. It also has... A rechargeable battery that could last around four months and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. Passcode unlocking with a remote control with 2K clear sight to see who's at your front door and control from anywhere through the app. And with enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. No monthly fee, unlike other brands that will charge monthly fee. And once again, so easy. Search Ufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit ufyofficialcom slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay. Hey, do you guys get given drugs a lot? Oh, every day. Fucking crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's insane the amount yeah. of... We get given felonies worth every... We got given 15 <laughs> pounds of marijuana in Vegas. <laughs> that's excessive. Yeah. Do you guys smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah? I don't anymore. Occasionally occasionally yeah i've been smoking a lot i've been drinking 62 days i don't know oh, yeah nice. yeah i was a mess when i saw you guys yeah. i was like fucking on the middle of this festival i produce and i was in i Chicago. came in hot i say i say something i think rick said it to me backstage i've stolen that statement uh you said uh our, our green room our green room's your green room so make yourself comfortable and i went hold on <laughs> i said you know what you're saying right next like I, I live in these theaters so when you say that i will come back and take a shit in the middle of the show and you were like no our green hey have beers do whatever use our bathroom if you need to go to the bathroom in the middle of the show come back this is your green room too and i went wow it's really a freeing statement when you say that to people it means because you don't say it to everyone you say it to who you want to hang out and i i say that now and i always credit you guys by saying that i go my green room's your green room make yourself at home Make yourself comfortable. Drink everything you can. I'm not going to drink it. I'm not going to eat all this food, and and it's it's a uh, it's a cool thing. But I was a fucking hot mess. I was fucking murdering your beers. I don't think you guys had one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I haven't drank, but I've been smoking weed like like I'm starting a reggae band next week. <laughs> yeah, it's new blind. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, but so so a little weed. No sober when you go on stage. Uh, depends. Really depends. Yeah. Will you guys day drink like? Like no. T- no, okay. No. Well, like, no. Like, if you guys were like. Like, before a show, you mean? Yeah, like, like, uh, everyone always tries to get me fucked up before a show. Like, I go out anywhere and they're like, dude, let me get you, oh, dude, margaritas, let me get you margaritas. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I want to be on sober when I walk on stage. Right. I- I'm kind of neurotic about that. But you guys are all pretty sober walking on stage. It's, it's changed over the years. I used to go out on stage so stoned and now
0: I, I don't. I'll smoke in the morning on show days and then. I'm sober the whole day. And then the second the show ends, well, I might, I might have a shot of tequila before, but the second the show ends, I'm just, I'm getting stoned and relaxing that way. Really? Cause that doesn't mess me up the next day. If I have a couple drinks, I love whiskey, but I'm going to be hung over the whole next day. Yeah. And drumming hung over is the worst
1: thing. Oh yeah, world. I
3: bet.
0: You're a little more, what about you?
3: I mean, definitely won't day drink, but like sometimes have a hit of a joint,
2: Free <laughs> show <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you, sorry. We, we, we were driving through uh where the fuck were we like oh indianapolis or something or Indi- indiana and uh, we were driving back from colorado i think we were playing a show in like covington K- kentucky and it was just like this gnarly drive and we had to drive through the night and it was
3: a big show for us the next day
2: i, I remember it was octave or, yeah. yeah um it's like early <clears throat> so early like 19th. trevor's trevor was a fucking mule back in the day he could drive he just did he did 98 of the driving really unreal machine he was in a different you know different yeah. way but anyway so we are driving through the night and it's like 5 a.m we get pulled over by these like you know statey dudes and uh i i've never felt like less of a human being it was it was pretty wild i mean they they just did the, the normal thing they had some dogs and they're you know search the whole thing and yeah
0: they brought the
3: dog oh, around the
2: dogs do the tell that it's it's what, it's, it's is such when I got it the out? dog sits and you're yeah, like, when you oh
0: that out. was yeah you're bringing up some wait, memories for you me you got re- arrested <laughs> yeah
2: wait wait hold on wait keep going <laughs> yeah, it was, so these dudes come out and they're you know they got the dogs and the dogs are walking around the thing and he's like oh you did the tail, see did the tail, you got the tail. So then they they searched the whole thing and, and they took Trevor into the cop car and, and like oh, that's yeah, the first they, person Trevor, I bring Trevor. into the cop car for the record.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the first person I bring <laughs> into the cop car. He was, to make sure he's he so
2: he was so pissed. Um, but they were, they were looking for weight. They were, we were rolling with abandoned trailer and they're like looking for, you know, what do you got? Pounds, ounces, ounces, pounds. Yeah, they really were like, like You got pounds, you got yeah. ounces in there. What's in that trailer? And they're in there. It's like shining the light in our faces. We're all like passed out and you know, pounds, ounces. And Peter's like, I got a joint in my backpack. And I was like, damn it, Peter, you
1: should not have said that. <laughs> I have a joint no, in my cause backpack. Cause I have more than you a want, joint. Yeah. <laughs> it I was kissed a, a dude in camp.
2: They were pissed. They were like, we don't want a joint in this dude's backpack we want but yeah they they searched the the trailer and they found Ben got arrested you got ar- for what yeah peter should have shut his mouth but <laughs> it's okay that was Wait, not, what did you get arrested that, that was not what well, did you well end.
0: once once they had something then they had like full rights to search
1: us and yeah.
0: I, I had definitely more weed than a joint and like a bunch of concentrates like
1: dabs and stuff oh um and they yeah how do they pr- prosecute for that I've always wondered. They didn't know what they I found. Think, yeah, I think if I they got knew what they lucky. found. It would have like, been way worse. They,
0: I didn't get cuffed. I got like a
1: court date and like. <laughs> so there wasn't the one shit. cop going. We found some shatter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No. Yeah. No. They. If they had fully realized what I had, I probably would have gotten cuffed right then and there. But we were able to get out of it and make it to the gig on time. I think we played like, real? a pretty cool show. I don't
1: know. I definitely felt pretty badass showing up after that. That's fucking crazy. I love good road stories like that. So do you, and then that was when you guys were in a tour van with a with something mm. in, bu- in the back. Yeah, and yeah. then you guys graduated the bus. Was it all bunks first bus? Yeah, we're, we're still on bunks. still bunks. Yeah, guys, let me give you my bus for one day. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, we'll bus. take it. In yeah. the back. Mother, I, dude, yeah, we'll talk about this off air. <laughs> I have the perfect <laughs> goddamn bus in the fucking world. It's for anyone that lives in a bus. If you go into my bus, you go. I'm Gavin Rossdale walked into my bus and he was like. I, I want this. It's that it's perfect for someone who lives in a tour bus. How much do you guys stay? How mu- how often are you on the road? Pretty often.
3: Yeah. Like we've been on the road, like well, been, we've been working this year for like since March, pretty much. Uh, it's like some time off in August, but pretty much every other moment has been working, really? you know, either touring or studio stuff. Is it fun? Yeah, I have fun. I, I think like right now i still feel pretty young you know so like i think our, our aggressive schedule is still like i feel like i'm still able to handle it you know yeah um but it could be pretty exhausting at certain times like this year was definitely we we
1: bit off a lot i think that's the only it, way to do it though yeah like, i don't want to be the dude going i wish i had more i mean look i'm the wish, wrong person right because i consistently i take bigger bites the only reason i ever started doing red rocks is because i was like so I was supposed to do it with Jim Jeffries. You know who he is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very talented dude. And he was having a baby and he backed out. And then they're like, well, fuck. Do you want to do it by yourself? And I couldn't move 10,000 tickets at the time. But I was like, I like the challenge. I yeah. love the biting off more. I love, I would love being, I just watched Tom Petty's documentary. Have you seen it? I haven't. I heard do it's you, good. It's yeah. amazing. Are yeah. you guys, I'm curious what your, inf, like, I would like to know some influences, but not the obvious ones. Like, I'm curious what your deep dives are of like, you go, like uh, Otis Redding, I'm in love with Otis Redding. Dude,
2: that, that's so funny. That was like one of the first things that popped in my head when you when you asked that question. Really? Otis Redding, yeah. But just, just like random artists that have had an impact on me, you know, that's yeah. like one of them. But he there's, a, there's away. so many. He passed
1: away at like 26. Wow. Released yeah. his one album.
2: One, one album. So many songs, right? Like so many impactful songs that other people have done big things with.
1: But he's, I don't, he's, just, it was just like, like a he had a big sword that guy. Okay? Yeah, and he and and his music to this day. Even if you try to like, you've seen Jay Z try to re re like cover his stuff, they fuck it up. It's better when the way he did it. Mm. I think. I feel like I just got into Elvis.
2: Elvis, I like. kind of grew up with Elvis. I've oh, looked, for real. Like, my mom's family's like this big Irish family, and Elvis was just like this thing. I don't know. It's it's like it's kind of like a funny thing, but also. There's a, there's a thing in our world where it's like funny but also epic, you know. Yeah, like, like a lot of the covers we do, oh, kind of dude. fall. It's like it's like a joke, but it's also kind of slaps, you know. Yeah, that's that it's like there's a certain pocket of of, uh, of of things that we do. I guess. Oh,
1: we listened driving back from Vale last night. You got the ooh, ma, ma, da, 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 da. Yeah. oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love you know. I told you guys I creeped you guys out when I met you, and I said that me and my wife had sex to Slow Ready, and you guys were like. Huh? very nice to meet you, Mrs. Kreiser. <laughs>
2: and so. It's like kind of par for the course.
1: So, but, uh, but that was one of the songs that played that night. We were hanging out in Savannah and we were drinking wine and we were listening to you guys and I fucking was like, God damn it, this is a great fucking song. But it is, you're right, like the song I'm obsessed with, with Elvis is, well, I've never been to England. You ever heard that? No, what is that?
2: You know, have you ever heard that record, uh, That's the Way It Is, I think? It's It's like it's a live record from, like, right before things
1: really went south for him? No. It's hot. Smoking. Yeah, it's incredible. I love, there's, I have an obsession with the tragic characters. Yeah. I I don't know. And I feel like I've kind of walked myself down that path a tad bit because I love, I don't know, there's something sexy about it. You know, Elvis... The craziness, as as much as it must have been a nightmare at the time, just there's something sexy to it. He was you know? he was like the the
2: trial, he was the trial for like the rock star. He was the first one to like to to get just smoked by that existence.
1: One of the things in comedy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just tether this to comedy because it is because it's what I understand. Sometimes a comic will tell you he likes a joke, and then you that joke becomes so good to you. Does that happen in music? Does like I say when you said Trey, I'm assuming that's Trey Anastasio, but like when Trey or Bob Weir or someone who you guys probably look up to is like, dude, I fucking love that song. Does that all of a sudden raise its worth to you or is it different in music? Certain certain songs have like taken on a life
2: with our fan base and stuff that wouldn't have necessarily thought. And like
1: Elizabeth? They- uh, Elizabeth is a song, when you guys play that, that's everyone's, everyone talks to me about that song hell yeah keep going i'm sorry i didn't interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what song songs take on a life of their own oh um i don't know i mean
2: like the whole Elmeg meg thing was always like that always meant a lot to me and like the time but i i never thought it would connect in the way in, a, in this way you know um that it I, that it did at a certain point i guess and um yeah that that's that's one where I didn't necessarily think that would be the case. People love that, like,
3: the lore of that,
2: people love. It's, yeah. And, like, that
3: song doesn't get played very often, too. So it's, like, I don't know, it's it's kind of, it's, it's a really cool special moment when it does happen. I think people really love the lyrics of that one. Who, who picks your set lists? Uh, it's a combination of, of Rick and me. We kind of, like, I'll do some, like, stats. He does, like, the password work. The password stats, where we, like, kind of, like, write... <laughs> You know, just check out the past shows in the area and like, or last time at the venue. Stat guy. Yeah. And then put down a bunch of songs like these are an option. And then Rick will kind of just go in and create the list.
2: Okay. So then, so then. order. So then you did. uh, I I like limitation. You you what? I like limitation. You know, like limitation drives creativity
1: often. You're speaking my language right now. Yeah. Give me parameters, and then I can give you something you like. Yeah. Can't, if you give me no parameters, you're not gonna like what I give you. <laughs> <laughs> the so then you, so do you look at what you played in Red Rock. You have you played you played Red Rocks before? Last right? year was the first time. Yes. Okay, so you played Red Rocks last year. So you're not gonna give them the same show you got last year. They got last year. Totally. You're gonna give them something new. Is there things? Is are there songs that you go? This would be a badass cover. We should all learn it. Yeah. Like how does I, 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 the creative process of setting up a set list and then finding a banger that is like almost a cover? Because I was saying like you guys did Bertha in Chicago. I'm, I know you did. I, I swear to God, you guys did. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, was gonna say,
0: I, don't, I don't think we've ever played Bertha. hundred percent. Was
1: it another dead song?
2: Could in
0: Mississippi?
1: It was, Bertha. <laughs> it was, it was definitely Bertha. Hey,
2: if it was Bertha to you, then
1: that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <John. I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. I swear to God. It, I bet it wasn't Bertha. It wasn't. I bet it fucking wasn't. I bet it was another dead song. It had to be. Hold on.
0: Is it either Mississippi or... I think, or I think
1: it was Mississippi. No, it was Bertha. Do you guys... Dude. what? What's we do the, a few dead tunes. What's that? We do a few dead tunes. I like Bertha. Bertha's so, not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I said it to you, you were like, you were like it definitely wasn't Bertha.
0: You seem very confident. I, and I know. And I, I saw remember, your eyes. Was, let let me let let you ask you. What,
1: which, which app are you checking right now? Nugs. Nugs. nugs 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 if i have fucking glasses on i could do all of this how long do you think you guys will do this for do you think you'll do this when you're fucking 60 like the do you think do you think you guys have that can you think you could i, I mean i'm doing it now i wish i had your fucking brain are you in therapy i've done yeah i do so, you're I do so like how are you guys so even fucking keeled like you know you're supposed We're to be not, very it's, fucked it's, up it's, right like, I'm the fucked up one, and I've been doing it oh, for no, 25 it's, it's... years.
0: You're just seeing, like, a little like yeah. yeah of us yeah, right now. Don't, don't worry. And, yes, therapy.
1: Don't great. worry. We're fucked up. <laughs> My library. You ready for this? Goose, Riviera Theater. Motherfucker. Mississippi House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: all right. Motherfucker. So that was the song. Uh, I. It was a really cool introduction to for my daughter to understand what, for lack of better words, a jam band is, is that all of a sudden it, it's it's a song bleeding into another song where all of a sudden you recognize the song. It's a little bit like getting the Christmas present present you wanted where you go, wait, who told you I wanted a, I wanted a Game Boy. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> like, And then she goes, I know this. She hits me and she goes, I know this. I went, you've heard it in my car. This is the dead. And she was like, wait, they wrote this. I go, no, this is the fun of this show. You guys really changed my oldest daughter the way she takes in music wow. she loved awesome. it isla on the other hand was at a slipknot concert last night she, she walked up she goes not my type of music but it was a good job okay. <laughs> i do what the fuck's wrong with you she's like what i like slipknot yeah. but uh but but she's obsessed with fucking trevor um nice so then so then you do the stats do you text it do you guys already have your set list tonight no 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 you're working on it uh, there's, yeah, we've yeah, got there's, like we've got, got the plots. Don't tell me I want. I, I like being surprised. We got.
3: We did that. We ran the stats. We ran the stats. Yeah. We did that,
1: but we we didn't put the. There's, there's been some no light yet. some light tinkering. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How? Uh. To do you do an intermission tonight? Intermission. Yeah. So how long is the show? Is there band opening? No. I like that. that's a gangster move. <laughs> what time do you guys walk on stage? Like seven forty-five, maybe something no. like that. I'm just smoking weed tonight. I'm just smoking weed no booze I, I'm really I'm working on a thing called intrinsic value I think something your parents gave you as a child I, I did not get it it's <laughs> where you feel value in just being you nice <laughs> yeah but you got to build it <laughs> like you can't just get it you got to like do shit you can it. you can lose that's
2: cool you, know? you can lose it you can lose it you can huh. get it you can then lose it and then get it back
1: yeah have your parents seen you perform
2: have they seen me yeah. perform yeah. yeah
1: my mom was here last night your mom was here last night uh, is she yeah. here tonight she's here tonight yeah can I meet her? Absolutely. I want to fucking meet this. Yeah, lady. you got it. She Seems like a really cool chick. What are your parents? Uh, she's she's the coolest. No, yeah, she's cool. She, oh, wait, how old is she? Uh, she's got a, a sister, a daughter, ten mid-60s. years older than the, I can guess. Older. Yeah, mid sixties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, smoke weed? Uh,
2: no. She's like fucking with some gummies, maybe. And she came down to Mexico earlier this year. And she she was like, she asked me for a gummy and. Uh, like I asked a couple of our guys, and they're like, I don't have any many And then someone was walking by the beach. It was like, oh here. And I was like, oh man, here, 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 this gummy from, from some guy on the beach. And she ate it and uh, like she was, she was toast. Oh, she, she, she had like, she had to, you know, she couldn't get up in the middle of the night and saw her the next day, her hair was all fucked up. She was like, man, that was kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That was a
1: lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to eat uh, edible tonight, but then I was like, I just would rather enjoy the show. <laughs> you, yeah, I think it, those, that shit could be pretty strong. What was the last show you guys saw? Last show? Like uh, you went and watched and you sat in the audience and was like,
0: saw Dave Chappelle
3: recently. Mm-hmm. Where did you see him? Uh, Nebraska. We had a yeah, day off Omaha. in Omaha
0: expecting nothing, and Dave Chappelle was like less than a half a mile away from us that night.
1: So you guys went? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bought tickets or called the promoter? Um, uh, we had who? our agent. Yeah? Yeah. Did you guys meet Dave? Call him in. No. no. Oh, you should have. No. He is everything you want him to be. Yeah. He uh, is everything. Yeah. He is yeah. the fucking best. Yeah. yeah. Like, fucking, you have a good time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. Donnell Rollins open for him. Other he, black dude he in suit. looks like he's 103. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, were, yes. <laughs> we got he there, did. we got there in the middle of it, but he was funny he did. what I heard. Yeah. yeah. he's funny. It's pretty cool. Do you, do you, do you um, uh, there's more a question probably for Peter, but like, so one of my favorite things is tonight is getting here a little early, checking out your merch booth. I told you this last time, right. I love doing the analytics of a show, seeing right. where you set up your merch, merch booth, seeing what merch you have, what moves, talking yeah. to the people that are selling. I love that shit. Right. I, uh, it's my favorite thing in this. Uh, you know, of of this and then talk to Navid. What's that? Talk to Navid Yeah. Our a, merch guy's a legend. Yeah. It's the coolest part of being in a being in a like I went and watched Metallica and why and and, and I was like, how do you find a way to sell a weekend pass? Cause they sell like they do two shows, no two songs are the same. Right. and then they sell the weekend pass. All your fans. I would mm-hmm. say I would say you sold you sold eight thousand tickets 8,000 people bought two nights, in my opinion. So many people are coming both nights. Right. That's so fucking valuable. That is such, that speaks such volumes to how much you connect with your fans. And you don't, I I mean this respectfully, I don't think you try. I think you just are yourselves and we fucking like you. It's, It's a really cool thing. You guys aren't trying to sell us anything. You're just doing your fucking thing and it connects with us. That's uh, what we want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's working. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I'm going to get you guys out of here. I know you have sound checks soon. Uh, well, thanks, man. That's a nice compliment. No, I, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, i bringing four people who just got into you guys over the last couple months and are now obsessed with you. Today, they're playing at the coffee shop. They're playing Goose at the coffee shop By we're playing. And my buddy, Keith, who lives in Aspen, goes, hey, this is Goose right here. I said, what? And he goes, this is Arcadia. And I went, oh, so you're like legit listening. He goes, fuck, yeah. He goes, I've brought, every time I bring him up, every, I mean, I'm, I'm like so excited for the journey you guys are on because I've seen people blow up, but I've never seen something like, I've never seen, I've ne- is the only thing as undeniable as you guys, in my opinion. Where you go, you got to check him out. And if, no one's like Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, okay, Dude, you're bad. throwing out some serious. <laughs> you're talking s- crazy, serious man. compliments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been I'm older than you guys, and I've and I've uh, Shane Gillis, perfect example. You, do you guys know who Shane Gillis is? I know that name, but he's he just had a special on Netflix, and I'll tell you right now, if you watch it, he'll be your new favorite comic. He will be your new favorite comic, and but there's there's a thing that when you see it from the other side, I played baseball with a guy named Brad Radke. And as we were kids, he went pro. Everyone was like, he's going pro.
3: Right.
1: And I was like, I remember saying to my dad, how come no one says that about me? And my dad just very blatantly was like, you're not that good. <laughs> it's like, he's like, he's just better. Yeah. And it's, and it's something, you know, like I said the same thing about Wilco is like, I love, do you guys like Wilco at all? I, I've never dug deep. Yeah. And I need, yeah. It's
2: like, a, it's like on my list of things. I need Jeff to, Tweedy I need was to a to tragic like character. That's what
1: to. made me fall in love with him. Really? That, but that he's still,
2: but he's like... He's, he's good he's now.
1: He's chilling. He, he's good now. But when they did I'm Trying to Break Your Heart, which I think was the mm. was the movie, the documentary about yes. them getting their album I've back. I've seen a bit. I've seen like a, a good portion of that. And I was really compelled and I just never dug back in. He was in the throes of heroin addiction. Yeah. And it was like, and for whatever reason, I find that sexy. And there was that other dude who was just like a lot. <sighs> that would have been me if I was in a band. <laughs> He's a, he was all a lot. He's yeah. dead now. Yeah. Oh, you really? Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He was a pretty. He was really tragic. Oh wow. Yeah. And he, but he was responsible. I mean, he was a very creative. And that's the yeah. hard part that you guys deal yeah. with. Is like I'm sure as things get bigger, people have bigger wants. People have bigger um, needs. I talked to Slash one time, uh, the from Guns N' Roses, and I said, "What happened to Guns N' Roses?" And he was, we were drinking in my green room, and at like se- six in the morning. He was like, very casually, he goes, we weren't millionaires when we met. And he was like, we just became different millionaires. Mm. And I was like, wow, so really... It's, it happens in comedy. We never... All of us met broke, open micers, and then we all became millionaires. And now we're, me and Tom are... Me and Tom Segura is my partner in everything, almost. We're very different millionaires. That's a weird statement to say, but like... It's real shit. It's Yeah, you just like... He likes Ozempic and steroids and... I like to be real. <laughs> what questions didn't I ask you guys? Oh my God. What questions, what questions did you think? Like, where did I, What? where have I dropped the ball in this interview? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's yeah. pretty good. It's how many, how many, how many like podcasts have you done? Not many. Baker's Dozen? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Probably between 10 and
2: 20, I would yeah.
1: say. Yeah, very. Do you levels. listen to podcasts on the road? Um, occasionally,
3: haven't recently, but I was like really into uh, Jay Shetty's podcast. Jay Shetty, yeah. How do I know Jay Shetty? He it's like a he's like it's like the number one health. And Jay wellness Shetty, podcast. he's the he's like, on the, like purpose, it's yeah called.
1: he's a guru like uh, like a wellness dude. Yeah, he's really good at interview, uh, interviewing, and he's got like
3: some really compelling guests, and it's like it's a good podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm into history. If you like those, have you listened to Lex Friedman? Uh is that history? oh yeah. So, what? History stuff? Oh, do you like history? I've I have i have been like wanting to like get into Le- Yeah. Uh people at Noiser, you're welcome. There's a pot there, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn you on. It's Noiser. That is the Noiser Room? Noiser. 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 And they are the umbrella that has this day in history, this week in history, the dictators. Uh, I can't believe I survived. Like they've got a group of great. Cool. Every day they do a new thing about history and it and and right now I'm obsessed with going on YouTube and listening to documentaries about the state I'm in. So like we were in Florida and I listened to everything of how they developed Florida. Flagler versus HB Plant versus the the Florida crackers which was the cowboys of the time. Like that shit fascinates me. That's really interesting. And I downloaded one about Colorado last night. And so I, on the bus, I get into my room and I put it on the speaker and I listen to it while I sleep. I used to just put it, I used to be in a bunk too. And I just put my phone and just listen to history podcasts. Turkmen Do you know what that is? That's the podcast that's going to blow your mind. You guys should all listen to it. It's on the dictators. It's about this guy who got control of this area in the old Soviet Union. Soviet Union falls apart, and this guy they just have this one part that's an oil producer, and they're like, No one's paying attention. Fuck it. I'm the new dictator. And he <laughs> and he and he didn't like how old he was getting, so he added a month. Like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Whoa. He was like, Fucking throw another month in there. Let's all stay young, right? And so, like, he was a lunatic. He was like, You know, old people are losing their teeth. Dogs don't lose their teeth. From now on, old people eat bones. And they're like, Huh? And he's like, Eat the fucking bones. And they're like, it's... <laughs> Yeah. What comics do you guys like? Chappelle?
0: Chappelle. We actually we were just at the comedy store selling. Yeah, yeah, oh,
1: that's yeah. right. Someone told me you guys yeah, went to
0: the we comedy actually, store. We actually and, and uh, we we got to see Neil Brennan for the second time there. He's wow. Amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah, Neil Brennan is, fucking, he is he is a really hilarious dude and a really insightful dude. Yeah. He would have given you guys a great interview. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're down. Let him know. He told a really <laughs> funny joke about like people like going on
3: going on stage late. And, like, doing encores and, like, how it's just, like, ridiculous and no one should do it. He's like, next time a band does an encore, just leave. Fucking get out of there. The band left, you leave. <laughs> like, Rick, that's Rick, our new you, thing. you, you, you missed that. it
0: because you were late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you guys don't do odd encores. No, we do. We do. You do? Yeah.
0: Are you going to do one tonight? Oh, we'll see.
3: Okay. It's, a, it's a
1: surprise. <laughs> we're going to walk off and yeah. maybe
0: we won't walk back on.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> on Metallica did seats. not do an encore. Huh? Metallica didn't do an encore. Yeah, I think it's so badass when you don't. It's, I used to tell, I, I one time tried to tell, because I tell The Machine every time at the end of it, my show, and one time I tried to do it as an encore, and they left. <laughs> and I was like, it was at a drive-in movie theater. And uh, it, was they're driving the pan, away. it was during the pandemic. And I was like, all right, that's my time. And everyone's like, The Machine, The Machine. And I was like, I'll wait for it. And then all the headlights went on, and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I ran back out. Hey, we're to They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not, yeah, comedy encores are tougher. Because when you do leave the stage, yeah,
2: right, yeah, no, it originated as a thing that like you know people were flipping out, and then like they they really needed you to come back out because they just needed more. Yeah. Now it's just like this expected thing.
1: So, so what's the rest of what's so the rest funny. of your day look like? Naps, possibly. Naps. Sound checking a little bit. Naps. I naps, yeah. Dude, a bunk nap is the best yeah, fucking thing in the world every time there's yeah. a moment when you close that curtain and it's pitch black and it's ice cold and you get in your blanket and you go ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> not wrong yeah. working out today you know probably I'll go probably, for a walk cause cause guys were, you guys you guys are fucking jacked <laughs> did you see the you posted the picture did you see my comment no what was it oh uh, I don't even know anymore but it was like you guys were all fucking ripped playing like Ultimate. the frisbee that, that, that wasn't me it wasn't the whole band
0: oh. <laughs> it, was, it was a bald bearded photographer that Replace me nice. and Navid our merch guy. In there,
1: that so. was a, that you guys were fucking yoked. Do you guys work out today? I didn't today. I'll, I'll
2: like tap in a little bit. I like, I, I do little, little things here and there. I don't, I don't go like hard in the
1: paint for like an hour and a half. I kind of just do, so do shit funny. throughout the day. I get here early. There's my, there's my ritual at Red Rocks. I get here early. I walk the stairs yeah. and then I do a kettlebell workout on the stage. That's tight. Like a kettlebell weightlifting workout, like an AMRAP. You're running up the stairs. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, it's fucking. It's walking is really difficult just to walk the stairs. <laughs> it is tough. R- dude. My assistant Peter ran the stairs the last time he was here, and we did what we did is we did we walked the stairs and we did ten push-ups every ten steps. I think nice. And that's so you tight. bang out ten or maybe twenty. We were tra- we were doing hundred push-ups a day. Oh, that's a lot of push-ups. Yeah. yeah, we do. We do. Last year around this time, we decided to do hundred push-ups a day. Me, Rogan tom and this guy ari and we did 100 push-ups a day and we've kind of just stuck with it mm. and it's really great to be that's, able to bang out 100 push-ups in like 10 minutes it take i mean you do 20 20 yeah. 20 20 but we're i mean it's interesting because you guys are so young i bet you just rebound and you feel good all the time when you get older <laughs> you negative <laughs> yeah it's not not the case really negative. oh yeah
0: i mean I, I do physical therapy every day I, oh that's I'll right you're very physical shows like I have my arm in an ice bucket we play mm-hmm. a lot of music it's a lot yeah like a
1: three-hour show oh yeah i guess i'm just standing there i guess you guys are <laughs> extremely physical you're doing more than just standing there but yeah it's, it's pretty physical already. how do you keep your fingers i tried to let it join on stage and i couldn't last night how do you, you keep your fingers you have your tech run out and light it for you no i meant yeah. <laughs> i meant when you're playing music and yeah, it's yeah. cold do you notice it oh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's it can it gets
0: tough yeah last night was a little cold Definitely by the end of the night, it was, you know, feeling a little stiffness. Yeah. When, you get,
2: the, when you get in the flow, your energy's flowing. Like, the you, you generate heat. Yeah. And it kind of gets... core warm. You,
1: once you get going, it's fine. Do you guys Usually. buy anything on the road? I always buy knives. Knives? <laughs> I buy knives. I buy a ridiculous amount of knives. <laughs> what yeah. kind of knives? Dude, it's just something fun that you look yeah. at and you go, yeah. like, what kind of knives? That's a really great question in Colorado. Does anyone know what kind of knife? Spiderco, They're in Golden, Colorado. They're, it's the best fucking knife you'll ever are they need. Are the official sponsor of this podcast? Uh, I'll call the guys at Spider Co. They're about Co see to see be. Can, can you reach out to Spider Co, Pete? See if they'll drop off some knives for the band tonight? That's sick. Dude, yeah. they're great knives. They're really great knives. And it's the only knife you'll ever really need. And they're out of Golden, Colorado. But I love... No way. I love... I'm sure I have a knife in my pocket right now. But I love collecting... I love yeah. finding something. Yeah. Right. To be into. Like, something to give yourself some meaning to a day of, like 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 i i wanted i don't know if i had oh yeah i wanted because of elvis i wanted a horseshoe elvis. ring uh, what other elvis songs do you like do, hold on can i just yeah like this is elvis. the fucking this is does everyone know that song never been to spain it's so that's slaps. so we're at a fucking bar in somewhere it was a great strip club across the street. We're, we're, we're strip club purveyors. And uh, and uh, they take us to this nice restaurant after the show. So you sell at the arena, take it to dinner. So we go, and there's this fucking karaoke on the piano. They're playing the piano. Like, you want to sing a song? I said, I've never been to Spain. My, my voice is fine at the time. And there was eight people in this fucking bar, and I blew my voice out, and I ruined it. And i have been struggling to get it back ever since that day because when i told everyone i was from oklahoma i fucking let them know <laughs> and now i'm stuck doing vocal warm-ups like like a fucking, every time i have to blow in a straw to loosen my voice up oh, yeah. yeah it's gotten bad do you do vocal warm-ups we do a thing before the show yeah wait can, do you mind sharing
2: yeah yeah what sure. do you do oh there's like these recordings Oh, you just copy the recordings? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's like, it's weird. I don't know what where they are, where they came from. Someone gave them to me. They're just like, um, you know, MP3s that were cut from. It was clearly recorded on a tape a long time ago. Some classical dude, uh, a bunch of exercise, and then there's this there's this other thing that we do. Um,
3: Danu Fox. Yeah, Danu Fox.
2: Single note saw. It's like this, like it's like long drones, basically. It's it's really nice. Like like it's good for the that you can find on Spotify.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll send you send you that thing. I do, I blow into a straw and that massages my voice. And then- I've never done that. And then I reached out to a young a young lady, a friend of mine, Jennifer Nettles, who's a singer. And she told me a very valuable lesson. You don't have to start at a hundred percent. Get yourself warm on stage. And that I've been really good. I Although uh, l- it, at Red Rocks, I kind of fucked my voice up in bringing people on stage because uh, i was you know i bring everyone on stage for picture it's a big right. deal for us like you guys get to kind of like <laughs> uh real quick let's wrap it up goals for goose do oh, we have a band goal uh um, is there anything you guys are like have your eye on we you go you know what would be cool like a grammy or or like <clears throat> nothing i love you guys no, how like... the fuck am i so uneven keeled no no there's like goals and stuff aspirations and
2: whatever but you know i think the
1: more the, movies you know yeah more videos more, more music videos. more songs just making your own shit yeah, yeah just, making just making shit stuff. when's the next album you guys just released september you just released an ep yeah. yeah 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 uh and then and then how's that like how, are albums this this dare i say are albums a thing of the past could no. because right now people Screw are releasing s- short things on the internet comics could you just release songs every week? We could, but years? like fuck that. The albums yeah. hit harder. Albums too. are cool still. Albums are bad. Albums, yeah. it's like a it's a you know,
2: I feel like people creating in uh, whatever, 45 minutes an hour of music has been a thing for a long time. You you know, it was, took different forms back in the day. But it's just that's it's a different you tell a different story than within 45 right. minutes or an hour than you can with three minutes. That's you
1: know? refreshing to hear you say that because I argue that the comedy hour is the art form right the hour is the art form can you hold attention for an hour right can you structure an hour in a way that you're not just dumping out all your jokes you're telling them a story for an hour and I they're have, engaged i have a question about that
3: do Please. you do like, the same sh- basic show every night uh, on a tour no
1: so you're changing it up yes so wow. you're a jam band uh i would argue uh i have huge jam band influences
0: uh, yeah. and it's it's
1: it is what I enjoy.
3: Do you plan that out? Like no. you just go up there with the stuff in your head?
1: Or do you I have, have an idea right of what I want to say. I have things I'm working on. yeah. And working working on them, I kind of of a little bit them a little bit Sure. Uh, it's really, it's really fun. It I I bit of a little bit of a little bit of a I bit of a little bit of a
3: bit of improv
1: the problem is it can become gluttonous I'm certain you probably understand that feeling of like at what point are you playing for yourself, and what play, point are you playing for the audience? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, as an as a comic, you can feel it becoming like you go. I gotta get. I gotta. I gotta bring it back to something. Right. I need to. I need to. And so, but that's the fun part. I'm in right now is that I have an. I have roughly. I have. I did an hour forty five here the other night. Wow. And so I'll do an hour. Tw- I did two hours. Oh I think I did two hours here. I did that's an awesome hour forty five. Yeah. yeah, but I have a bunch of shit, and so I like to empty the boat, and I like to take a story and see if I can find a way. It's really fun to fucking meddle with it. It's got to be like, I guess, kind of writing a song.
3: Yeah, it's like you have a structure, and then you can kind of like... I mean, with us, it's like the improv sections. It's like, oh, we'll see what this goes tonight kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. do you have nights that you're just really tuned in and the nights you're not tuned in? Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, I take exogenous ketones before I go on stage. I will just tell you this. Nice. And they... Fucking dial me in. I been, And boy, I've also, I've been drinking a while. So I think that might be it. Yeah. And I find that if I smoke weed in the middle of my set, that I'm allowed to really untether from the boat. And Freshly swim toasted. Freshly toasted. W- what Freshly is it you
0: said toasted. you take before you play?
1: Exogenous ketones. What is that? Uh, I'm So I'm, I'm doing a ketosis diet. So I'm only eating protein and greens. And uh, exogenous ketones are kind of like there's one company we really like. Do you know the name of them? Ketone IQ. Ketone IQ. Yeah. Um, they're they're they're. It's almost like an an like a f- f- twelve hour energy, but without any sugar, without the caffeine. It's just it it kicks your body into ketosis. And man, I take one before I go on stage, and I am so dialed in, and I'm talking cleaner, mm-hmm. crisper. I'm thinking clearer. They say a ketosis a ketosis diet with the fats helps your brain uh better uh, you'd I, you'd have to try it for yourself but the fats help your brain think and so i'm like i'm i'm fucking yeah. there is that something that's effective if you're not on the keto diet yeah yeah i think so wow. yeah I, I wouldn't want to give it to you guys tonight before you play but i'll drop off some tonight we have boxes or i'll have some sent to you guys on tour i want to send you guys a gift bag of the shit i i fuck with on tour like a like a like a kettlebell setup, like with 15 pounds of kettlebell weed. Kettlebell <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, have you guys gotten drop offs from, did you get drop off last night? Most, most venues this tour have been pretty generous. That's crazy. It's pretty sweet. What's something you want dropped off that no one drops off? Let's put it in the universe. Kettlebells sound pretty sick. <laughs> I got you. It's the unique gifts that stand out.
0: We get a lot of like, a lot of bottles and a lot of cakes, which are cool. You know, we appreciate it, but. Uh, the unique gifts are the cool ones, like uh, like a custom engraved like Louisville Slugger from selling out a show in Louisville, or
2: something like that. Yeah, I keep that by my bed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: those I like are when cool. They bring
0: a juicer to catering.
3: That's
1: oh, I like juicers at catering. Yeah, I love, I love a panini. Got a brush. joint in my backpack. I got these great joints. I don't even know how big. Oh, look at how fucking beautiful this joint is. This is. My, this is what I've been smoking. Uh, it's legs. a cannon. A it's a cannon. This is Joey Diaz's weed. I I would, <laughs> I, would I would. Yeah, this is nice. No, I'm going to smoke that tonight here. I hope I can. I think I can. <clears throat> I think it's hard to get kicked out here. I think you're, think you're, you're, good. you're, good. you're good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to let you guys go, but I don't want to leave you guys. So, but I'll see you tonight. That sounds good. I'm going to go home. I'll see you in five minutes when this podcast is over. Yeah, I'll see you yeah. in five minutes. <laughs> hey gentlemen, sincerely, sincerely. I get this said to me a lot and sometimes it falls on deaf ears. Sometimes you're in the middle of going places and you don't realize it. your buddy Ethan said it to me last night. Uh, All your hard work pays off in that you bring so much joy to me, my family, my wife, everyone I introduce you to, please keep it up. Please, whenever anything gets tough, remember that the shit you do is bigger than you and and we really love it. We really love it as fans. And uh, when you're having a shitty day, you guys come on the on, on 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 my car, and I smile, and I think traffic's not that fucking bad. I'm not that this isn't gonna this it doesn't it's not getting worse than this, and it just got a little better. And and you get so please 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 thank you for what you do. Thanks Keep for what you do, man. That means so much, yeah. man. And, and that too. Yeah, right Thanks back that. at you with all that. And and when you guys do the next album, I'm gonna come out for one day as inspiration, and I'm gonna just come out and fuck your day up. So that you guys have, and then you guys will just, just, one just see day. what happens. Yeah. And, I, and when I get ready to do my hour, I'm going to have, I'm going to have you guys come fuck with me and watch my set and go uh, throw these five words in there and it'll make my set <laughs> so much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you guys. Have a great show tonight. Thanks, Thanks, Thank Thanks you. for having yeah. us.